everyone welcome back to the podcast we are in the week of january 15th and i hope that the new year has been gentle and kind to you and if it hasn't then i send solidarity and encouragement your way um as always please let us know how we can be supporting you in this time um, especially just with everything that has been going on uh, we want to be able to meet you uh, wherever wherever that may be so we're going to jump in uh, into the text for this week which comes from john 1 verses 29 through 42. the next day he saw jesus coming toward him and declared here is the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world this is he of whom i said after me comes a man who ranks ahead of me because he was before me i myself did not know him but I came baptizing with water for this reason, that he might be revealed to Israel. And John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water had said to me, He on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I myself have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. The next day, John again was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he exclaimed, Look, here is the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him say this, and and they followed Jesus. When Jesus turned and saw them following, he said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translated means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated anointed. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You are to be called Peter. In the first paragraph of our gospel reading, we have John's kind of counterpart to the baptism of Jesus. This is John's version, um, and it's cast the form of John the Baptist bearing witness to Jesus. What I appreciate is that we really do need all of these verses before we get into what I would call kind of the thick of of the passage where these two disciples have been following John, they hear about Jesus, they see him, and then they follow him and they ask him, um, you know, where, where are you staying? And Jesus, of course, has two really important lines. One, a question, two, a statement. What are you looking for? Come and see. And I think, Um, This passage has been spun a few ways, and of course, as always, I'll try to add my two cents to it. Um, But I think at its core, you could say those two things alone, and it could have an extravagant amount of meaning. I think for us, in this intersection between trying to work with and find our identities, um, how to exist and live and survive in a system that for so many is pitted against them, to try and seek justice, to try and walk humbly, um, to try and be in right relationship with the earth. 
all of these things, it is very difficult um, to, one, really figure out what are we looking for, and two, to take the chance um, to take the rest to come and see what Jesus is doing, what he's saying um, in our lives, and what that, what that looks like. To put it at its simplest, uh, to paraphrase uh, John Shelby Sponge, if God is the source of life, we worship God by living. If God is the source of love, we worship God by loving. If God is the ground of being, we worship God by having the courage to be more fully human, and thus the embodiment of the divine. We can both look at the text that we have and have a very different understanding of it than perhaps what you grew up with, perhaps what you first believed or came into contact with. Um, you know, I think as we move towards our pattern of Lent, of Good Friday and Easter, we come back to the story of Jesus's death, looking upon the cross um, and also looking upon his life, how he lived fully, loved extravagantly, whole and complete, and, like so many, had his life taken from him wrongfully. Um, there is an image of God to be seen in the midst of that, even as we are still trying to figure out how to fully evolve into all that God created us to be. In this text, there's a couple particular things that I think are, are really interesting. Um, Raymond Brown, in his commentary on John, uh, talks about the time that is within this passage. There are some texts within John that seem to have a very special meaning around the time that's used. Um, that noon sometimes really does mean noon, and then noon can also hold a very kind of general placeholder. Um, and there are some passages that just say a really long time <laughs> does not get specific. But within this text, I think uh, what's interesting about how Brown sees it. So he finds it per persuasive that the day was a Friday, um, hence Sabbath Eve. So the disciples would have had to stay on with Jesus from four o'clock on Friday until Saturday evening when Sabbath was over. They couldn't move any distance once Sabbath had begun and they had to stick around. And Jesus invites them into this space. Um, and I can only imagine some of the kinds of conversations that could be had around this very existential and spiritual question of what are you looking for? That uh, this isn't just a, a physical question of tangibly, is there an item or an object that you're looking for? No, I think this moves so much deeper into asking themselves and ourselves what we look for in life. What is it that we want? You know, again, so many folks are so busy just trying to survive, to um, protect their family, loved ones, um, to make sure that they have enough to get by. Um, and there isn't that much uh, left over for some of these big existential questions. And so part of our work is making sure that everyone has the availability uh, the safety, the freedom to be asking these very big questions. Um, and this could be what you're looking for when it comes to church. This could be what am I looking for in life in general or just this year? 
where might I find those things? Uh, where are they staying? Where do I want to stay? Again, all very important questions that I think this text invites us back into. And in order to do that, we have to find a safe place to dwell, to abide, to be, in order to really ask those questions. Um, journaling, for me, I've had an interesting relationship with. I've had seasons of life where it's been extremely important, and then other times where I can't really get myself to pick up the pen. But what I do notice is that when I start to allow myself to sink in, to spend some time, to just free write, you know, whatever is coming to mind, there are some really big things that start to come out that I might have already been thinking about but hadn't really made tangible or real until I got it down on paper. And that aspect of being able to be like that uh, is a big piece of how we might craft and create a spirituality um, and a, a relationship with what is sacred. The second part of this, the come and see um, where Jesus is staying. This word that's translated staying is also one that is used in other passages where Jesus is saying, abide in me, uh, stay, dwell in me. Um, and so where are you staying where abiding can also be kind of moved into this bigger question of what are your what are your sources of being uh, of meaning what <clears throat> where is your energy um, your passion what is keeping you going um, what inspires you what fills you with hope all of these things uh, are so important i think again jesus offers in that invitation to come leave where you are and also to see right open yourself to new ideas of what could possibly be and again that can be scary for some that can even be dangerous uh, breaking kind of what is has been the norm or the status quo um, is is a big thing but about this day if we're speaking and, and using this timeline of um, the sabbath like jesus is inviting them to rest while also thinking about these things. Um, he's giving them, them time to start it off perhaps the right way. Um, you know, maybe when you are thinking about these questions, you also have a million other things going on. Do you truly have the mental space uh, to think and to talk with yourself about, you know, what are these things in my life saying? Um, of course, Richard Rohr, patron saint of Mission Hills, asks, why did Jesus come? And he says, Jesus didn't come to change the mind of God about humanity, right? Didn't need changing. God organically and is inherently loved what has been created. But Jesus came to change the mind of humanity about God, right? Humanity maybe is, is where we've gotten it wrong. And sometimes we need to take a step back um, to go back to a dwelling place, to go back to a safe space, um, to really consider what are you looking for? Where are you staying? Is that place, you know, going to foster a true spirit of love, of peace, of allowing yourself to surrender um, to that rest, right? I love 
the meaning and the imagery behind Sabbath is you kind of are having to surrender to the sunset, right? That is what marks the beginning of Sabbath. And as we know, the sun sets at different times every Friday, uh, depending on what time of year we are existing in. And it is not on our exact watch to be able to control, uh, but we're paying attention to what's around us. I have this example, um, I was talking with my therapist with uh, a few weeks back, that I have this stress mess, right? So if you come into my apartment, you can pretty much tell what my level of stress is based on the mess that's present. Um, If I have a high level of stress, then I haven't paid attention to my little piles and they continue to grow until I finally am like, you know what, can't handle it anymore. I need to get it done. I need to move these things, you know, get them back in place and then keep moving on to the next thing. Um, And my therapist being the, the wonderful person that he is and also being comfortable enough to to call me out on things which I appreciate so dearly asked me you know what what is your stress mess trying to tell you that stopped me in my tracks um, not that I haven't thought about it before but to be faced with a question from someone who can safely offer a space for you to really consider um, and learn from you know what they might be teaching you it it made me remember, um, or at least think in this moment, that for me, my stress mess has been telling me to pay attention to what is inside my house, literally and metaphorically, right? That I've been doing so much outside in, you know, relationships and work in all these other situations that I have not given myself enough time to be present in where I abide, right? Whether that is like physically my apartment or like truly my own, my own self, my own body. And so in order to ask these questions, what are you looking for? Where are you staying of yourself, of other people, of a community? We have to remember um, to find that safe space again. And if you don't have it, uh, to ask others to draw them in to help you create it. Uh, because the world is against so many folks who've been marginalized, um, who have not been given that peace. And so if that is one thing um, that is needed, then we as a community also strive to be able to provide, right? That we are deep in the work and the well of trying to make sure that we are seeking justice, um, you know, loving mercy, walking humbly, all of these things. I think for me to answer answer the question just, you know, briefly in in my own work that I've been doing of what am I looking for? Um, I had included in the meditation guide for our advent journal um, this list of 95 new theses, uh, at least some of them. During Pentecost uh, week in 2005, Matthew Fox, uh, was a former Dominican priest, had nailed to the door of Castle Church in Wittenberg, Germany, 95 new theses calling for a new reformation. So, um, like Luther, uh, he is an Anglican priest, highly critical of the way things are and wants the church to move in a new direction. And some of them I, I truly find to be beautiful. Um, And perhaps for me, 
as I've been moving through my deconstruction process um, and reconstruction process, these are some of the things that I hope to find uh, to be true within a community that I'm a part of, within my own spiritual belief and practice, um, and also what I, I hope to call others into. So here's some of them. Everyone is born a mystic and a lover who experiences the unity of all things, and all are called to keep alive this mystic or lover of life. All are called to be prophets, which is to interfere with injustice. Eco-justice is a a necessity for planetary survival and human ethics. Without it, we are crucifying the Christ all over again in the form of destruction of forests, water, species, air, and soil. Sexuality is a sacred act and a spiritual experience, a theophany, a revelation of the divine, a mystical experience. It's holy and deserves to be honored as such. God speaks today as in the past through all religions and all cultures and all faith traditions, none of which is perfect and exclusive avenue to truth, but all of which we can learn from each other. Since homosexuality is found among 464 species and in 8% of any given human population, it's altogether natural. For those who are born that way are a gift from God and nature to the greater community. These are just a few things of, of many more that he listed. Um, many more tenets of, you know, again, the spirituality that I hope to practice and to share and make space for. Um, and what you might be looking for might be different. And in that, there is beauty. And also, there has to be space, respectful space, uh, to be present with one another as we try to do this thing called life, as we try to do this thing called, you know, trying to be good humans, whatever that might mean, whatever that might entail. Uh, So ask yourselves these questions this weekend and this week moving forward. What am I looking for? What might I be now open to seeing? Who might be inviting me into a space of rest? What does that look like? How can all of these things move us towards love, towards justice, towards harmony, towards peace? I'm excited to explore with y'all soon. Um, Hope to see you on Sunday. And as always, as we approach this week, may we love God, embrace beauty, and live life to the fullest. Amen.